We're presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. It's always a special occasion when NFL Network's Brian Baldinger is in the house. Welcome back, brother. Thanks, EA. It's good to be with you, man. Uh, hey, uh, what do you think about this Jets offseason? Let's start right there from January until basically the summer now. Uh, I think it's been awesome. You know, you know, the guys that they picked up, you know, DJ Reed and Williams, the guys they picked up in the secondary and – you know, and then, you know, just this, this recent draft is an amazing draft. I mean, to be able to get the, the, the players they got, because everybody recognized what kind of players and talent they were. And to be able to get three of the top players in this draft to come in here, four of the top players in this draft, counting the running back, Brees Hall, with the 36th pick, I mean, that, that's really something else. I mean, it's just uh, – They've really added a bunch of potential star power and guys that I think are going to be good pros to this roster. You said potential star power. Uh, Out of the seven guys, who do you think has the potential to go to the next level here in the National Football League? I think their first four picks all have a chance. I really do. Um, I liked Jermaine Johnson a lot, you know, and to be able to come back in the first round and get him. But I don't think anybody didn't like Sauce. You know, it's a question of, where do you want to take him? You know, to be able to get him where they got him, I think was tremendous value. I think he's going to be a great player. I think Garrett Wilson was my favorite receiver in this whole draft. And there was a run on receivers that you saw. Uh, he was right in the middle of that run. And then, you know, to, to be able to get Brees Hall. Um, I do a lot of Big 12 games. I've, I've been out there to Ames, Iowa a bunch over the years. Oh, yeah. Matt Campbell, the, the head coach, the great coach. Uh, this, this is a really good football player. Something that struck me, uh, struck with me that Salah has said multiple times, said you can't rely on your offense going eight, nine, ten plays no. all the time in order to score points. Can you talk about how the dynamic has changed now when you bring in guys like your favorite receiver and Garrett Wilson and you draft Brees Hall, you move up in order to draft him, but it's not just there. You take Ruckert in the third round. Mm-hmm. That's after you sign in free agency a pair of veteran tight ends in – C.J. Uzama and Tyler Conklin, those guys combined for 110 catches last year. Yeah, Tyler Conklin was awesome in Minnesota last year. People don't really realize they had injuries there. Rudolph left to go to the Giants in free agency. Irv Smith got hurt. He he became the guy. And their 11 personnel team, one back, one tight end, and Conklin was the guy. And C.J. Uzama is just a great person and a talent on a team that went to a Super Bowl. So, you know, you look at Jeremy Ruckert and you go – well, why would you take after you just signed these guys? Yeah. Well, because that's why the board's so important to EA. Like, you go, just take the player. Bet on the player. We'll find – there'll be a role for him. Whether it's three tight ends, somebody gets hurt, whatever. Like, his, his stock – I did a video on him and um, leading up to the draft, I remember Kirk Herbstreit, like, chimed in. Yeah. And he's a Buckeye himself, you <laughs> oh, know. Yeah. And he was like, you got that one right, Baldy. Like, that's – because they didn't have to throw to him at Ohio State in order to move the ball. But they, they used him in the blocking role, um, so, some receiving situations. But he's local kid from Lindenhurst here. Um, he, he's, got a, he's got a big body. Uh, he's got a chance to be a really good NFL player. Uh, can you speak to the speed, though, offensively? Now, yes. Elijah Moore's a sub-4-4 four, four guy. Garrett Wilson is a sub-4-4 four, four guy. Yeah, Corey Davis, who runs very well, was banged up last year. Um, and in that backfield, we talk about Hall. At 217 pounds, 
The thing you can see his, you can see just in a rookie minicamp. Yeah. Here, just walking around, like you can see his thickness. Yeah. You know, from the waist down, you can just see the, the size that he has, and you know, he, some of the things that he did at Iowa State, uh, you know, and then the home run hitting ability. So if you talk about the speed, when you just put speed on the field like they have right now, at all of the really the ultra-skilled positions of receiver, running back. I mean, on any given play, you know, these guys can pick up chunks. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily touchdowns from anywhere on the field, um, but big chunk plays. And as, as an offensive lineman, anytime you, you know, you're starting off the 25-yard line, you get a chunk play to get to midfield or beyond. Like, mentally, you go back to the huddle, you think you're going to score. The mentality totally changes when you start getting those chunk plays because people that have speed, you miss a tackle at the line of scrimmage on a, on a screen route, whatever, uh, and they go for 25, like that, that really changes the mentality of your ability to score on that drive. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. There's cool dynamics, don't you think? When you look at the offensive backfield, you Michael Carter lead the team in rushing last year with 600-plus yards. He averaged 4.3 yards a carry, and he also was very valuable as a pass catcher. Now you add... Brees Hall to the equation, and then at the receiver spot. I, I love that Wilson can line up anywhere, mm-hmm. and so can Elijah Moore. Yeah, well, the one thing, I mean, I remember just seeing Michael Carter here last year. You know, even in a crowded backfield during training camp last year, he was the first one in every drill. Yeah, Like, he already had that mentality. I'm you here. loved him from day one. Day one. <laughs> I saw the mentality. He could have easily said, I'm a rookie. I'll take my place, Tevin Coleman, all these other guys that had experience here last year. No, he, he won the ball in his hands to lead every drill. I, I, I felt like that, that he had the right mentality. And then, you know, just watching him run behind Oliveira Tucker last year, like I thought, those are two rookies that really get it. You know, and so you, you kind of build this thing brick by brick. But, you know, Elijah Moore had five touchdown catches last year, missed the last five games, but had five touchdown catches. There was a mentality to him, you know, coming out of the SEC, coming from Ole Miss, that, you know, he belongs here. You could see him at the end of every practice on the jugs machine, getting you know extra catches in. So I think they've got guys that have talent, but also have the mentality that they're just getting started, and they got to do all these little things really well. Like they want to show people that they belong. So I feel like there's a hunger to show that. Offensively, can't we say right now that the Jets are putting the pieces in front of Zach Wilson and around him in order to be successful? Where Yes, he does have to take a leap, but he can take a leap without doing it all himself. Yeah, but, you know, if you, if you go back to Joe Douglas and, you know, and what he did in Baltimore, they drafted Joe Flacco. All they did was surround Joe Flacco with talent. You know, offensive linemen, uh, tight ends, backs. You know, he did the same thing with Carson Wentz when they drafted him in Philadelphia in 2016. They never stopped building around him. Now, and, and so when they drafted Zach last year, they knew that the job was just beginning. Yes. Lakin Tomlinson comes in. I mean, Lakin Tomlinson started 86 straight games for the 49ers. He, he, you know, Trent Williams is a great player all by himself. But Lakin might have been the most consistent player. 
from the standpoint, week in, week out, year in, year out, ever since he went to San Francisco, he became just that steady force that needed that position. You know, and then, uh, you know, if you just look at CJ, you know, and some of the guys they have now, Garrett Wilson, when I studied him, EA, yeah. he reminded me of Devontae Adams with speed. Wow. Like, he's got tremendous body control. There's routes that you could put in with Garrett, back shoulder, conversion routes, some of the things in the end zone you could do with him that a lot of receivers can't do because of the body control, the ability to adjust to the ball in the air. Like, he's acrobatic. And that's, you know, and so he catches the ball away from his body with his hands. Like, he's, and he's a great route runner. But they've been really well trained by the receiving coach at Ohio State, and it shows. Yeah, Heartline. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the guard position? Joe was saying before the draft that they think they have one of the best, if not the best guard combination in the league with the aforementioned Tomlinson and Elijah Vera Tucker sliding over, making that switch to right guard. You know, a lot of people don't look at guard combinations. They'll, they'll look at, you know, the running back uh, tandem. They'll look at – the receiver tandems, but they don't look at the guard tandems or they'll look at the offensive tackles. But the guards really keep can help keep the pocket flat for the quarterback to be able to step up. And this is that, a huge point right here. It's a big it's a big deal. Where because most quarterbacks are pretty adept at avoiding some of the edge rushers that you have to face in this league. The Von Millers and Chandler Jones, those guys, you know, Max Crosby, those guys that can really scream off the edge. Most quarterbacks are pretty adept at feeling that or seeing it. But if you can't step up, that becomes a real problem. And so I think, you know, just getting a firm pocket up front is, uh, is, is really, really important for any quarterback to get comfortable. How big would it be for this team to get a healthy Makai Becton? Uh, you know, as we tape this, it's voluntary workouts right mm -hmm. now. I'm not going to get into who's participating because we're not out there. We don't even know who's participating. Yeah. Uh, with that being said – you liked what you saw out of him the rookie season, but as far as just being a big piece into this equation? I think, to be honest with you, he's the most important piece because I think he solidifies the offensive line. If he plays at or better than what we saw as a rookie, he stays healthy, he's in shape, like he's serious about it. His talent is undeniable, and he makes everybody better. He'll make the quarterback better, the running backs better. He'll make Oliveira Tucker better. Uh, we never got to see the Bruce brothers last year, really. And so, but he, in the run game, there's not many people that can run block and move people the way that he can. And what he's capable of doing in protection, like, to me, he's the key. I, I know Zach Wilson's going to take a step up because the pieces around him are better. The talent we saw, to me, Makai is the key. Mm. Because if, he, if, he, if he's not ready, if there is another injury, if – then you have to start adjusting the offensive line. You're taking guys out of their position that you want to leave. You want to put five guys out there right now and just line them up week in, week out. That's, and and get, get those guys playing next to each other, you know, and really getting them guys comfortable. That's how you build the camaraderie up front. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. 
Uh, defensively, what do you think about the defensive line now? You got Lawson back in an equation. That's ex- expectation once we hit training camp. But you mentioned Jermaine Johnson and Michael Clemens. They love his length. They love his violence. It, it seems like it's getting to a point now that this is what S- Salah wants. He's going to have a heavy rotation, but you also have some frontline talent that you better be ready for. Carl Lawson off the edge in summer last year was incredible, but now – you also add these guys to the equation. Vinny Curry's back, a veteran inside that room. Jacob Martin did mm-hmm. some good things in sub-packages. Well, actually, he was starting for Houston, but you figure that he will be part of somewhat of a NASCAR package for the Jets. He got John Franklin Myers. Uh, so they, it should be a pack of hungry wolves every Sunday. Like, it should be a shark frenzy out there, like the way it was in San Francisco three years ago with Robert leading that group. Um, this, this has a chance of being an elite group because it's not just your front four with Quinn in and, you know, what, but J- what Jermaine can, is capable of doing, what he showed. He's an advanced pass rusher. You know, Carl Lawson's going to be hungry coming off that injury from a year ago. Like, they have depth. They have depth and they have talent. And you, you can double a guy. You can double two guys. You guys are going to get one-on-ones, and they've got a lot of guys that can win one-on-ones. And you just have to get that quarterback off the spot. And then once he starts to move, then the frenzy's on. Then the wolves have to start chasing and eating. And, like, hungry wolves, that's what I think it should look like on Sundays. Uh, you, you like sauce. I, I like that dynamic on the outside. You mentioned DJ Reed before. Yeah. You got sauce, tall, lanky, never gave up a touchdown at Cincinnati, nine interceptions, three sacks last year. Mm-hmm. So you can use him as a blitzer if you want to really surprise the quarterback. But DJ Reed, five foot nine, not a lot of five foot nine cornerbacks in the National Football League playing on the outside. You got young guys who got valuable reps last year. The Jets love Michael Carter. Uh, the second at the nickel position. So that cornerback position has really been transformed in the calendar year. Yeah, you got you know Bryce Hall yeah. out there who started the last two years. Brandon you know, uh, you know, So you look at the guys that have playing time. There should be great competition out there throughout training camp. So, you know, put the best guys on the field at whatever position they're at. But, you know, D.J. Reeves, a guy that, you know, Robert Solomon, San Francisco drafted, didn't really play a lot, went to Seattle, became a starting corner. You know, and showed a grittiness to him, like a toughness and a grittiness to how to play the game. And so you bring him in here, you let him compete. And, I, you know, th- that's, that's how you get good, EA, is when the competition is, starts every week out there in the practice field. Training camp, offseason, OTAs, um, preseason, during the week. Like when you can get – when you take the competition to the field – that's when you see marked improvement in a team. You cover every team in the National Football League, but you have intimate knowledge of Joe Douglas because your experience with him down in Philly, he's one of your close friends. How cool has this been watching him kind of navigate the last couple of years? The Jets ultimately got to be a winner. They're going to be judged by wins and losses, but he really took on a big rebuilding project and you're starting to see it come into motion. Joe knew that it, it was going to take – a year or two years to kind of clean it out a little bit and start building with young talent. And Joe has done this in Baltimore. He's got a ring to show. He's done it in Philadelphia. They've got a ring to show for it. Um, You know, when you can put that ring out there on the table and to show people, like that's the ultimate prize in his business. So there's a deep belief in how to do it, the type of person. You're going to see the type of 
quality character of the player, but then the com- the competitiveness of the player and how they compete on Sundays. And look, let's face it, Buffalo's doing what the Jets want to do. Yeah. They've been doing it the right way, starting with the quarterback, never stop building around that quarterback. They've got a coach that they believe in. Everybody's looking up at Buffalo. The AFC is crazy good. Uh, Joe understands all that. It's not about those teams. It's about the Jets now being in that conversation to go down to Miami, to go to Buffalo, um, to take on the Patriots and really compete hard in the division right now. Do you like him coming out and saying, we expect to be playing meaningful football games in December? Because he kind of set the tone for the organization, I think, in the offseason. Well, he should say that because they have invested heavily free agency and through the draft the right way, just understanding value, building the board the right way so that Michael Clemens there in the fourth round, you don't pass him up. Even if you have great depth, you know, you don't pass up a talent like that and the potential for greatness in a player like that because you have what you think is a too deep roster on the defensive line. Uh, Joe understands, like, you – you trust the board, you, you, and you start building. But to come out and say it, like there's, it's now on the coaches and the players to understand that whatever has been accepted at the Jets in a long, long time here, a decade basically, is not going to be accepted anymore. Yeah, and I think it's a great pairing with him and Robert Sala because uh, under Sala, they embrace this youth movement. Well, I mean, if you just watch them in practice. I mean, Robert's out there around. I, I like a coach and general manager – like really, you know, Died. connected. Yeah, connected at the you know at the hips, and they're talking to each other through every drill. Um, they're meeting out there in the middle of the practice. You can always find both of them next to each other, and they're talking football all the time. And it could be about practice. It could be at something they just saw. Uh, they're comparing notes, and they're going back and forth. And you want to see your GM and your head coach. Really like that. It hadn't been like that in a long time. We're going to be talking about this here in August and September, but what do you make of the division? You just mentioned the Bills before. Miami brings in a new head coach, the very cerebral, uh, very respected mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel. They trade for Tyreek Hill. They got some offensive playmakers, Jalen Waddle. We'll have to see what happens with Tua Tungavaloa. Then you got New England, mm-hmm. playoff team last year. Uh, the expectation for them is always to be in the playoffs. So, And the Jets look vastly improved on paper. So what do you make of this division? Well, it's, it's, it, it's a very tough division. Now, when you play the Patriots, and not so much last year, but in past years, and you play the Dolphins, you know you're going to get press man coverage on the outside. So your receivers have got to win. Like, they're going to get tested. You know, those corners in Miami – they, they pay those guys as much money as any tandem of corners, Byron Jones. You know, yeah, so they, they pay that tandem as much as anybody in the business. Um, you know, when the Patriots lost Stephon Gilmore, they played a little bit more zone than they had been playing. But you know that's what they want to do. Um, you know, Buffalo, they'll, they're going to throw a lot at you. They, they, they throw a lot of disguises at you. But the bottom line is they're an elite offense with an elite quarterback. Um, the best quarterback – in this division, maybe the best in the NFL, top five quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he is a different animal. He can beat you in so many different ways. And, uh, you know, when you play Buffalo right now, you have to be expected. You better score, you know, in the 20s, maybe even the 30s to have a chance to beat them. Yeah, I I like what you said about the Bills in terms of that's what 
you want to be if you're the Jets because you do have those two guys connected in Brandon Bean mm -hmm. and Sean McDermott. You do have the quarterback who he might, five not, years he, into this. he might not even be in his prime yet. No. He's, he's so young. Um, well, I mean, look, they, they, they drafted him, and they've never stopped building around him. You know, Stephon Diggs and all the things that they have done, Gabriel Davis, uh, you know, adding a running back to, to that backfield uh, through the draft. It's going to help Devin Singletary. You know, drafting a corner, Kair Elam. You know, we'll see if Tredavious White, when he's ready. But they lose Le Levi Wallace. That was their hole. They filled the hole with the player that they really coveted. You know, I mean, they're just doing things the right way. You know, they, they really addressed the defensive line last year, uh, knowing that if you're playing Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or some of these great young quarterbacks in this league, you've got to get after them. Yeah. And so they have been addressing that. Like, they – They've done everything right, but they've been joined at the hip. Now they're going into their sixth year together. Yeah, and, and that's what, if you're a Jets fan, that's exactly what you're hoping for here yes. is that Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, they're flipping this thing. You're seeing it right now, and you want these guys together a long time, for a long time, because every time you bring in a new coaching staff, then schemes change. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's uh, always a turnover. Yeah, traits change. There's always a turnover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So There's always a turnover. I mean, uh, they're, they're drafting – a defensive front and building a defense that Robert Sala had in Seattle that he was a part of building in, in San Francisco, Super Bowl level defensive fronts. And you build, you win Super Bowls. You go to Super Bowls because of your front, your offense, your offensive line, your defensive uh, front. That's how you get there. And, and with a quarterback that is a difference maker. What is what is a Baldy doing his downtime? Because uh, the fans follow you all over on social media, brother. You're living an exciting life. Yeah, I'm a travel dog. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm leaving here on Sunday. I've got a passport in my hand. Yes, um, I'm getting outside the country, and so um, you know, it's I, I like breaking down cover two in 32 teams in this league, but. Life is a little bit more than that. Yes, know? there's it's no doubt about more. it. And you embrace it, man. Yeah, yeah I'm embracing it. it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be diving with whale sharks in the uh, Sea of Cortez in June. I'll be uh, in places, you know, parts unknown in South America starting on Sunday. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm, I'm does, getting Does out. Ryan Baldinger ever sleep? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I How many know, hours? So, I mean, uh, yeah, it depends. It? You know, the season, you, you, could be, you could be a little challenged there. But, you know, I, I'm getting every bit of five. For sure. And, you know, on some nights, if I can get seven and get caught up, that's great. Baldy, were you ever, were you always like this? Even yeah. going back to the days at Duke. Yeah, always. Oh, I, There's I, a lot of kids at Duke are in the library. I, I think that it, it probably came a little bit easy to you. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I, I grew up with, uh, you know, with a brother that, uh, you know, wanted to travel and see the world. We didn't, you know, we had a big family. We didn't take vacations. So we thought if we ever had a chance that, um, you know, had a little bit of money and freedom that we would go travel and see the world. So, you know, I've been to 68 countries. Uh, it'll be a 69th, you know, this, uh, this off season, maybe a 70th. So, um, yes, there, there's, there's places that still need to be visited. And, and what, uh, you're always going to be part of our content just as long as I'm here. But what else do you have in store in terms of a, a, any exciting new professional deals or uh, things that you're embarking on? Well, you know, Baldy's breakdowns is a big hit. You know, like people really can't get enough. I had some of your free agents down in the cafeteria come up and introduce themselves saying, like, their goal is not to make the Jets, but be part of a Baldy's breakdown. I said, well, we got to get on the field to do that. You better make the team. I'm not going to do it to you in practice here. So, I mean, that's, that sort of has a life of its own.
But, you know, YouTube, you know, was very interested in the show this year. Um, I think I'm heading out to Minnesota to do some film sessions with some Viking players uh, in May or June. And so there's, there's a lot of in-depth football. Because what I find, EA, is fans want more football, like really good football. They, they want to learn about the game. And so I'm, I'm there to kind of help teach the game and grow the game. Well, you always do that, and it's always a joy to talk to you. And there used to be a game I played when I was a kid called Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Where in the World is Brian Baldinger? You never yeah. know what's next, brother. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I can't re reveal my uh, where I'm going to be starting on Sunday because I have to go to this uh, Formula One event in Miami. But then from Miami, we're taking off. <laughs> yes. He's always taking off. That's Brian Baldinger. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks, EA.